When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by The Free House. As long as snow is on the ground, they'll have snow globes on the patio. Book this unique winter dining experience by the hour by calling The Free House. Full menu is available along with some unique winter cocktails and food items. Dawn, have you ever seen Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? Are you kidding me? Of course I have. Well, if they had the patio domes that <laughs> the Freehouse has right now, yeah. Tina Turner would have been in a much better mood in that movie. Oh my gosh, I think you're so <laughs> right. Now, this is a unique dining experience that they have at the Freehouse all winter long. That's right. As long as there's snow on the ground, you can rent these patio domes. Dawn and I, we're not kidding. This is so cool. Maybe you have a date. Maybe you have a unique, I don't know, family event that you want to spice up. You can rent these patio domes by the hour. They're heated. You can get their full menu in the domes. And you can even get some special items as well. This would be a really cool date kind of thing. Don't you think, Dawn? Oh, absolutely. Wait until at least the third date, and then you might get lucky. (laughs) Maybe the fourth. Maybe we can recommend this for the next second chance romance that goes awry. Yes. We'll say, hey, maybe you'll get along better at the Freehouse Patio Domes. Maybe. I don't know. You can book these again by the hour. And again, the full menu is available, plus some special items as well. For more information, call the Freehouse. Start the show! Start the show! Start the show! Let's do this thing. People need to wake the hell up and we're going to wake them. Let's give the boy a hand. So what's that on your head? What's that thing on your head? What is that on your head? It's a hat. Look, it's a hat. It is a wonderful hat. It's just a stupid hat. It's a legendary black hat. Yeah, and why are you wearing it? Because it's cool and I want it. Because it's cool. And it's... National Hat Day. Happy National Hat Day. Thanks. And now. And now? It's showtime. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on MyTalk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to become a professional organ player, ladies and gentlemen, queen of the organ, Dawn McClain. <laughs> I've been practicing a long time. 
<laughs> if you have one in your pocket. <laughs> Good morning, Jason. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Kenny. I'm here. Yep. You're here. Good morning to all of you on this Wednesday, January 15th, 2020. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome, as you just heard, to National Hat Day. Welcome to National Bagel Day. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. coffee, 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 coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Don McLean, how the hell is your coffee? Decaf, regular, tea, water? Yes. Uh, I had to go back down to my car to get it along with my phone oh. this morning. I just oh. ran up here before that dirt alert, so if I sounded out of breath, that's why. It sounded gorgeous. Okay, it's sweet cinnamon spice Tazo decaf tea. <laughs> wow. Yes. What? That's worth running down to your car for. Yeah, you, you can't make coffee or tea and leave it in your car. It's like the you worst can't. feeling ever. No, it's waste. <laughs> it's waste. How's Kenny? your coffee? Oh, Kenny. Uh, no, it's inexplicably delicious. I don't get it. At least once a week, <laughs> a, a, and I drink the same coffee, the same mix, yeah. made the same way every day, but at least once a week, it's remarkably good. Oh. And today's one of those days? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, fantastic. I'm with you. Today, uh, I don't know why, I'm I'm absolutely with you. Mine is stunningly, beautifully delicious. <laughs> It is. It's stunning. It's gorgeous. It's hot. It's attractive. Um, How yeah. does that happen? Where just every now and then it's it's like, wow, this is good. It's the Ryan Philippi of coffee I'm drinking oh, right now. Oh my lord! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my my What's eternal. It's my eternal boyfriend right there. That's awesome. uh, Kenny, let's look into the crystal ball. What do we think uh, the roads are going to be like today? I think we're going to get away with one this morning. Uh, the snow we're expecting is supposed to start falling after the rush and during the midday hours, and it's supposed to wrap up. This is according to Ken Barlow, Five Eyewitness News, before. The afternoon drive, so we might actually get away with something today. Mm. Oh, seriously? Yeah, and the snow we're, we're uh, supposed to receive, one to two inches, nah, that's nothing. Oh, but, see, I like that. But for some reason, and what is wrong with people? Yeah, I know yeah. what you're yeah. we already, I don't know what you... No, we already have a crash. We all... What? Yeah. The roads are wide open and free-flowing. We've got a crash on westbound 694 at Silver Lake Road. Both <laughs> shoulders there. What's wrong with people? Just behave yourselves. Come on. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. It's too early for your shenanigans. <laughs> too early. You know why we're all a little miserable today? And uh, Well, first of all, again, happy Bagel Day and happy National Hat Day. So go out and wear a hat and eat a bagel. Or a bagel as a hat. Or a bagel as a hat, yeah. <laughs> um, I read the study yesterday that made me sad. Oh, no. And I don't mean to start the show on a downer, but <laughs> You're I'm like, going let to. me bring it to the radio show. <laughs> let me bring it to the radio show, yeah. Here we go. A new study finds the exact age when we are the most miserable. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. The most miserable. And Dawn and I are at the precipice of it. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? No. This and this isn't this isn't some willy nilly uh, shenanigan uh, laden. It's not a buzz research. Feed research. No, this is this is from Dartmouth. Oh my! And, and it looked at data from almost eight million Americans over the past three decades. So we are the most miserable as a species, as as human beings, at forty seven point two years old. 
Oh my gosh. Okay, 47.2. 47.2. So the, it says our happiness as as grown-ups, it's U-shaped. We go through a curve. We're happy when we're 18. Uh-huh. Then we start getting more and more miserable in uh over our 20s and 30s. Uh-huh. It, and it bottoms out when we're 47.2. And then listen to this. This is good news for B Arthur. By the time you hit 70, <laughs> thank you, Kenny. God. <laughs> when you, yeah, yeah. When you hit 70, which she's right there. Yeah. By the time you hit 70, you're just as happy as you were when you were 18. Oh, 70. Great. Something to look forward to. And this is my favorite line. <laughs> This is my favorite line of the of the whole story, and this I'm not I'm not changing a single word. Here's here's the finding. Mm-hmm. Research says this is uh, forty seven point two is because you realize your dreams aren't going to come true. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow, I was going to ask you what the cause is if it's hormonal changes or you realize your dreams aren't going to come true that it's oh. over that you need to stop. They even thinking yep. about oh man to stop thinking and then Kenny, realizing that you, you're true. the one to blame. Yep, you know yep. I, I'm mid fifties and uh, I'm as happy as a clam in uh, high tide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, but I do. I looking back to the late forties. Yeah, I was kind of a crabby jackass. Yeah. See, it's the opposite. Now I have no idea. Knock on wood. I I pray to God that it's going to be good. I have no idea how the mid to late 40s are going to treat me, but I've said this. Don knows this. Um, Oprah Winfrey has only lied to me once, and um, and this is when she lied to me. She told me, uh, and Patty LaBelle told me, mm-hmm. and Aretha Franklin on this on a on a birthday episode of the Oprah Winfrey Show. They told me how great turning 40 was going to be. Mm-hmm. They lied. Yeah. Um, I have been miserable. Um, I hated 40. I hated 41. I hated 42. It just started turning around during uh, 44. So, uh, and now I'm fine. I'm getting finer. (laughs) But I I did, I have not, I did not like my early 40s at all. At all. So, Dawn, how about you? (laughs) When was I most miserable? I think I got it (laughs) over with early. I think that, um, you know, being a young mother, going to school full time, and having oh, five part time yes. jobs—that was pretty miserable. And realizing <laughs> that's when I realized that my dreams weren't going to come true a long time ago. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I really do. I really can't pursue being an actor. I just my main priority here is because it wouldn't be good for my daughter to move to L.A. or New York with an infant. So. Okay, that's not going to happen. And then the years go by and you're like, I can't take her out of school. I can't move her, you know? So it's like I knew early that my dreams are going to come true. I better make the best of what I have. And that's what I've done. I I don't feel miserable right now. I feel great. Well, see, good. I, uh, yeah. But I would say that turning 40, just as far as like, there's, mm, there's like, it's kind of strange. There's like, you hear all, all that stuff about, weight gain and energy loss and all that and it's like that actually happens and i i, I was shocked at that you know like yeah. oh really hmm. I, I was surprised I, I will tell you uh, maybe when i'm sitting in the the rocking chair 
at Sunset Acres, you know, and I'm eating my, I'm waiting to go to bingo with Alexis and Dawn and mm-hmm. for craft night at the, at the, at the old folks home. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm sitting there and I'm looking back on my life, I have a funny feeling I will regard my thirties as my favorite decade. Mm. Cause I loved my thirties. Yeah. I really did. Um, 34, 35, 36. I love those years. Um, so I don't know. Uh, but I'm looking forward to the 50s. Kenny, you're, you're giving me hope. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah. Not, it's not bad. I finally learned to live with myself and uh, not be uh, shocked and ashamed when I happen to catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror. I just <laughs> total acceptance of who I am and what I do. And uh, if other people don't like it, tough. Yeah, yeah. I and, think you start to care less about what people think uh, once the older you get. That's a great thing. I think I was more miserable trying to please everybody yeah. in yes. my 30s. Yep, yep. And B. Arthur makes me scared for the late 60s, early 70s. So I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm, but I'm not going to concentrate on that. <laughs> She's not listening. She just, no. Uh, well, she, uh, oh, we, I, we did see her yesterday, Dawn. I was in the building and I saw her. Yeah. She, she was like a unicorn. She uh, came in and then she was gone. Yeah, I don't think she said two I think words her to me. secret to not aging is all the puppies she eats. Oh yeah, puppy yeah. blood. Yeah. It, yeah, it rejuvenates her, Kenny. <laughs> and she it just oh, keeps her, it makes her young. <laughs> oh, no. Six twelve is the time we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a break. When we come back, Dawn has a just saying, and uh, again, like a lot of our just sayings, <laughs> I think you'll be able to relate. Some of you, when we return. Jason, have you ever actually sat down with a nutritionist and they ask you what you've eaten the day before? Um, does my Jane Fonda workout tapes <laughs> from the 80s count as someone with nutrition? Uh, not really. I think okay. you need to update. And you need to go to Livia. That's L-I-V-E-A dot com. You can find 10 convenient locations in Minnesota and Wisconsin, first of all. So basically, everywhere you drive, you'll see Olivia. They used to be Metafast, right? They used to be Metafast. Don't get confused. No. They're a great company. I lost 20 pounds on the program, and I've kept it off for, you know, a year. And that's hard to do. Maintaining is the hard part, so thank goodness you have them. Yes, they're awesome over there. I go to the one in Roseville, but you can find a location, like I said, anywhere in the Twin Cities, uh, livea.com. You can call 855-GO-LIVIA, and then they can tell you not to eat breakfast cereal for every meal, you like mean, they and, told me. Well, and when you say breakfast cereal, ladies and gentlemen, Dawn used to eat nerds for breakfast. <laughs> Welcome back. Unless I stuck by Jason and Alexis in the morning on my Talk with 071, Everything Entertainment. Everything E.T. Hope everyone's having a good morning. Uh, 6.18 is the time. I'm Jace with Dawn and Kenny. Happy Wednesday midweek. The weather's going to be crappy on Friday. I was is looking it? ahead. Yeah. Just said that to no one. My mic was off. So. That's fine. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. No, we heard you. <laughs> okay. No, it was on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We have missed, uh, speaking, but the only thing uh, to look forward to on Friday, Mystery Date Friday, it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be raucous. That's all I can say. Who's going to knock on our door and hang with us? You'll see on Friday. Plus, um, you know what? Actually, hold on a minute. Before we get to your just saying, yeah, I should tell you, and Dawn, I forgot to even tell you this. Oh, Let's I love see this. Here. Surprise. Surprise. I know. Surprise. Oh, I'll tease this. Let's say um, next segment, Ooh. I received, I received uh, um, uh, a piece of mail from one Angel Toro. Oh. Um and in that, I have the movie I must watch for Forced Movie Review Friday. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I'll reveal what that movie is coming up in the next segment. Uh, but right now, as promised. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Time for Just Saying. You got something you want to say? I do. Uh, what is with the high price of association fees for oh, neighborhoods? Speak. Yeah. Speak. These oh, speak. are astronomical in this market um i'm reading here that they're anywhere from depending on where you live a hundred to seven hundred dollars a month and if you pay more than that please tweet me uh, let me know yeah um i think it's ridiculous i think it's a racket uh, for instance mc's association you know they're supposed to be maintaining the outside of the home <clears throat> they're supposed to be um they mow they 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 clear the snow away i get that um but to be almost 300 dollars a month i find that to be a lot of money and then they have these rules like this is so stupid the trash cans god forbid you know that trash exists but they say that you i mean come on people they don't want to see it we can't see the trash cans out the night before the trash comes you're not supposed to put your cans out until 8 p.m. or the morning of, which I find to be <laughs> really stupid. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, it I, gets it just, dark at 4.30. Yes, that's uh, What's ridiculous. wrong if you want to put them out at 3 because you work overnight? Like, think about those people that go to bed at 7 because they work in the middle of the night. You mean they have to, at 2 a.m. when they get up to go to work, put the trash cans out? That's just power hungry association presidents, Don. They're 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 they're, they're, they're drunk with power, so they just want to make up rules. And I I think about all the money they're raking in. And uh, there was an issue this last summer where uh, you know it's supposed to be the outside of the house that they maintain. Uh, he had a wasp infestation on one of the soffit pieces of yeah. the front of his house, and. Um, it was all warped and open and like, like it had been almost pried open. And so there were wasps in there that happened to be right above the garage door opener. His kid who comes home from school, walks from school and puts, has to put in the code to get in is deathly afraid of wasps. And so his kid was like one day walked to his mom's house, which is miles away because he was so afraid of the swarm of wasps. So my boyfriend asks, you know, hey, can you take care of this? 
is this, you know, getting some pest control out here? I would assume that's part of my association fee for the outside of the house. Nope, that's up to you. And it's like, well, okay, so what are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to take care of this? So we're supposed to on our own. And they're like, uh, because if they send a guy up there to actually fix the soffit piece, they're going to be like attacked by wasps. You think that guy wants to do it? Obviously at some point it needs to be fixed. It's a piece that needs to be fixed. So what are you just going to get some raid? That's not how it works. As we know from Plunkett's, you have to have a professional do that or they'll just come back. That's what we've learned from Plunkett's, yes. (laughs) So, you know, it's like they fought back and forth about that and it's like, you guys, come on. He's asking for a simple service that to have somebody come out and take care of that isn't that expensive. Well, we talked yesterday about a similar topic uh, as far as the, uh, the spinoff of the U of M's luxury student housing boom and how that's affecting rental rates in the surrounding areas. Rental rates in, in, the, twin t- in the Twin Cities in general has always been high. I mean, I think it's, it's close to Seattle, man. I mean, we're... It's really it's, bad. It's Rental cr- prices here are crazy. Crazy. And then if you, if you own in a condo unit, then you have, um, the, you have the association fees or the... Um, I forgot what they call them, but... And those are crazy. I mean, the, you add that on to your mortgage. And I don't know. I've had good associations. I've had bad. The one that we have now, I don't want to make enemies. It's fine. I love my building. This is one of my favorite buildings I've ever lived in. But sometimes the only problem that is rampant in our building are, and I don't get why people do this, everybody lets their dog run around the hallways and outside without leashes, off leash. And I'm thinking we just had it. Uh, a couple days ago, we came home, and luckily, Mr. Big and Dexter, those are my dogs. I have a boxer and a French bulldog. Um, luckily, they're kind. Luckily, Dexter is actually afraid of everything. Oh, my God. Bless um, him. But it, the dogs go up to him, and I'm like, I show my frustration. I'm like, get your dogs on a leash. It's in the rules. But for some reason, nobody in my building, nobody follows that rule, and the association doesn't enforce it. But then they enforce. My point is, they enforce other stupid things like your, like uh, Don, your uh, the trash can can thing. (laughs) Like they made it a priority to put Wi-Fi in our garage. I'm like, okay, that's great, but can you? I'm not joking. But can you? Can you? Can you tell people to keep their dogs on a leash and to not let strangers into the building? I am the ball. Uh, it's so true to focus on uh, you know he has mc has across from him this old lady who it's almost i mean it takes her about two minutes to get to the end of her driveway because she walks so slow she's so old and i'm just thinking about that old lady maybe she wants to go to bed at six you know yeah. oh. i'm telling you i'm just gonna get a, a yurt that's what i'm gonna do it's gonna live <laughs> yes kenny let's get a yurt let's do it done and done Coming up on 626, don't forget to download the newest episode of Two Fairy Godfathers. It's a good one. Six new things we learned at Walt Disney World. Dawn's in there, too. We'll be right back. Stay with us. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From, like, the 70s or 80s. An accident. An accident. An accident. There was a child in the car. A child? A child? A child? 
Cats have nine lives, children only one. Help them live that life. Buckle them into a car seat. No one wants a child to become a memory. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Uh, I have some questions. (laughs) That happened. That happened in the 80s. It's like a combination of a lot of things. It's like the guy who did the Count Chocula cereal commercial mixed with cats. Mixed with a scary message about... Whoa. Yeah, it is an A that has recently been unearthed by the internet uh, in lieu of uh, uh, the bomb that is Cats, uh, the movie. That is a Cats themed cheesy PSA that ran on television in the 80s about child safety seats with Cats no. from the Broadway production. Oh, no. I. <laughs> One of the worst. P- I I actually remember that PSA, and now it's making the rounds because of the horrible movie. <laughs> oh my god! Who thought that was again the, a segment that we have? A, it's an unofficial segment. I want to be in that meeting. I want to be in that meeting <laughs> with the PSA people when they say, "Oh, let's have cats uh, seeing memories uh, about a kid in a car seat that gets into an axe." Who thinks it's that's offensive. a good idea? Oh, my God. It's offensive. We just yeah. accepted every kind of piece of media thrown at us in the 80s. We did, didn't we? We were not critical of anything. We're like, yes. We were that's so not- high on cocaine. <laughs> 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 nothing mattered. Nothing, no. No, nothing, nothing, nothing mattered. No. We listen to Nancy. Just say no. But, oh, uh, you my know. gosh. I-, I wonder if it was agreement between cats and whoever did the PSA or... Or I, I I don't know, but I heard that, and again, you're you're going to see it on the internet's because it's been unearthed and making the the, the rounds, and uh, that's why our audio service had it today. I was like, oh my, it sounds like a horrible spoof, but it's real, and it really aired on television in the '80s. And, yeah, and they're almost joking about yes, yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. It's really bad. Coming up on uh, six thirty four. I can't believe you're making me do this. Why do we have to talk about that? Do I have to? Forced movie reviews. You forced me to do this, 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 this. That's right. Uh, Coming up on Friday, two fun things. We have Mystery Date Friday. Who's going to be knocking on our door to hang out with us. Uh, And also, it is Forced Movie Review Friday. It has returned after a little bit of hiatus for the holidays. And uh, it is my turn. Uh, if you don't know what this segment is, uh, you six o'clock friends don't often get to hear this, but, uh, the three of us, Dawn, Alexis, and myself, we, we, we have genres of movies that we hate. Dawn cannot stand rom-coms. I love them. Dawn loves horror movies. Alexis hates them. I hate action movies. Alexis loves them. So every week we assign each other a movie in a genre that we hate and we're forced to watch it and give our review. Well, it is my turn and I received a piece of mail because obviously Alexis is off. She can't work. I can't talk to her. We can't even send a homing pigeon over there. But I received a mystery piece of mail at my home containing one word. The movie I will be watching for 
for forced movie review. Friday, Sylvester Stallone and Brigitte Nielsen and Cobra. God. That oh, yeah. So You're going to be oh, miserable. God. It's such a turd. Oh, oh God. At least you'll get to look at Brigitte Nielsen, though, in her weirdness. In her. Oh, yeah. She's, she's a. Yeah. Something <sighs> else. That's going to be so. Oh, God. I almost envy you. How dare you, on hell? How <laughs> dare you? So, haters, back up, yo. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, so yeah, that's what I'm. Uh, that's what I'm going to be watching come uh, come Friday, wow. or we'll I'll have to do that Thursday. So, ugh. And I sadly I have it on my service, like I found it. So I don't. I, <laughs> luckily, I don't have to pay for it. But still, yeah. You've got mail. Doing some house cleaning here. Uh, so uh, got some reaction. Dawn's just saying about crazy HOA fees. Megan Lane writes in, I agree, HO, HOA fees are ridiculous. A realtor told me once $100 in fees is comparable to 10000 in house price. Yeah, I lived in a condo in Chaska with an HOA fee of 333 I was like, that's mm-hmm. crazy. You got your mortgage plus that. And we're also receiving a lot of emails today about Build-A-Bear. The news broke. Dawn and I will be heading over there sometime soon because (laughs) you'll soon be able to make Baby Yoda at Build-A-Bear. So... Yeah, I had yeah. that in my dirt alert. I know. So I'm very excited. We're get, I'm just getting a lot of emails about that. So thanks, Barb and Dawn Hilton, for letting us know about <laughs> I love that people know us so well that they even know the toys we're going to buy. So, sure, sure. That's yeah. great. <laughs> uh, 637 yesterday. Speaking of things you want to buy, uh, Dawn uh, told us, and Kenny and I wanted to run right out to the art gallery to buy it. Dawn told us about a Britney Spears art show. And uh, Kenny and I were excited. I booked a plane for us. We were going to go down to the gallery, <laughs> pick up some art. But Dawn, we may, I may have to ask for a refund for my plane ticket. Yeah, because her people say that this is not um, actually a thing and that she <laughs> is not a part of it. It's Gallery Simpa in France. They first announced uh, that this exhibit uh, last week, they said, um, hey, it's uh, sometimes you just got to play Britney Spears artwork on display. Um, and then they put up a video of her painting this picture, this painting. Uh, it was a viral Instagram video that they basically, I guess, ripped off or reposted. Um, now, I saw the painting. Kenny looked it up and said it was like a fifth grade uh, yeah. picture. Yeah, it's something or were, even maybe second grade. Yeah, just doodling on a notebook is what it looks like. So the real truth about that painting is that she sold that painting for ten thousand dollars at an auction in Las Vegas in two thousand seventeen wow. to raise funds for the victims of the Route ninety one Harvest Music Festival mass shooting. Oh, okay. So that oh, was nice. already it's yeah. already been sold. Um, so their little stunt here, it coincides with the debut of her album, Baby, One More Time, on January 12th. So it was supposed to be this last Saturday. They said, we're thrilled to announce that we will be opening Britney Spears' first solo show in a contemporary art gallery on Saturday, the 18th of January. Oh, 18th of January, 2020. They made the announcement on the 12th from 6 to 9 p.m. Hashtag Britney Spears. Uh, sometimes you just got to play. So, you know, of course they get a lot of reporters calling and asking about this. Yes. And uh, after that went viral, she responded to the controversy on social media and declared um, 
that this is not it's it's not true and she isn't exhibiting her art there <laughs> and there's really no answer from the gallery as to why they did this wait when is the album released uh well the album was released 21 years ago the day that they posted this on the 12th but they're saying hey oh. this is uh you know there's going to be an exhibit they even it's just like that's not true. It's not happening, and they're basically just using the image and Britney Spears to just bring attention to their gallery. Oh. Now they've backed off because people are like, "You've got to follow through with this. You can't just put something on Instagram, yeah, and say it's happening when you don't have permission." There's no rules. Well, that's crappy. It is crappy. Well, Kenny, I, I guess it was a joke or. I, yeah, I, I'm racking my brain trying to figure out who's benefiting from this publicity. And other than the art gallery, that's, that's, them. that's, that's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And there's not like a world police for the Internet. You know, it's like <laughs> Instagram, I guess, could take it, demand that they take it down or suspend their account. But this is kind of new territory. I mean, people use celebrities images and then they get in trouble for it you know as far as like if they use photos there's mm-hmm. retribution for that oh, because yes. there's a photographer involved but this is just like sort the of wild, like wild a West. repost of her 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 post and saying that she's a part of it but it's does it's not based in fact oh that's crazy well can we no, stop they're not even? answering now well no why <laughs> oh oh uh, gee i wonder why they i wouldn't either they really screwed up i think yeah no, come on. Britney doesn't need this. Leave Britney. No, as a, God. Leave Britney alone. Just let her do her exercise Instagram videos. And let her do her <laughs> crappy paintings in a bikini. Yeah, and just, exactly. like, don't make fun of her. Just no. let her do that. She's just trying to be happy in her life. Don't take it. Yeah, don't take advantage of her. 641. Check out the new prizes in the My Talk Listener Rewards Treasure Chest. You can get a $1,500 Lighting RX makeover from the Southern Lights. Plus, snowshoes, state park passes, a Sky Zone gift card, and more. Uh, movie pass too to find out how you can sign up for listener rewards because you see we don't charge you to listen to this crap we actually reward you so that's fantastic <laughs> right kenny we don't we don't we don't pay for this you don't pay for this we pay you exactly <laughs> we should my, my some days we should <laughs> my talk uh, go to listener rewards we'll be back after these words time now for alexis out of context when you're twerking in a panda suit, I mean. This has been Alexis Out of Context. Yep, twerking in a panda suit, never a good idea. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk with 071. I'm Jace with Don, Kenny, and you. 646 on this Wednesday, January 15th, 2020. Coming up at the top of the 7 o'clock hour, Stephanie Hansen's giving us an update on her Virgin Island trip, and it's scaring the hell out of Dawn. So, uh, God! <laughs> it's like the plot of a movie I don't want to see. I was just wondering about her. Yeah. Well, well, we'll let you wonder, know. Wonder no more. She's taking her scratchiness uh, to the Virgin Islands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, any hoodly doodly. I was watching uh, Nightline, or I, was, I should say, I don't stay up that late uh i was watching a clip of nightline this morning talking about suzanne summers suzanne seems to be everywhere because she's promoting a new book um i think her 12th book 
about healthy really? living. Yeah, she's written a lot of books. And so Nightline did this profile on her. And one and I knew this portion of her career and her of her history, but now in 2020, I look upon it and and, and we all should in a different light. And you'll see what I mean. I'm going to roll this clip. This is a little bit of the profile on Suzanne. And uh, I, I, I went, huh, uh-huh, Suzanne, you go, girl. Listen <laughs> to this. Listen to this. But Summer's left the show. On- oh, I should tell. Let me set this up um, a little bit more um, for the youngins out there. Suzanne Summers was on one of uh, the biggest hits ever to go on ABC, which was Three's Company. It was it was a cultural phenomenon. It, it was really um, one of the first sitcoms to be a little titillating. Um, you know, her and uh, Farrah Fawcett were on the cover of, I believe, Newsweek, uh, showcasing. I'm not. I'm just not going to beat around the bush. They called it Jiggle TV. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. And um, and it was kind of a sexual revolution for sitcoms. Uh, you know, in the 70s, sitcoms were pretty tame. Or I'm sorry, in the 60s, they were pretty tame. It was Petticoat Junction and freaking Green Acres. Mm-hmm. And the 70s, it got a little more raw with social topics with All in the Family and Maud. But the topic of sex... Um, was really avoided until Three's Company. Anyway, so Suzanne Summers was one of the most famous women on the planet. And then abruptly, uh, she abruptly left the show. And this is where the profile picks it up. I believe him. But Summers left the show on bad terms after five seasons. She says she demanded to be paid the same as co-star John Ritter and was rebuffed. I was the first female who asked to be paid parody with men and I got shot down. So... Who would have thought that Christy Snow would be the feminist? (laughs) Well, so I'm going to stop there because I went, wow. And I knew that because I'm a TV nerd and I may, I I can't tell you where Yugoslavia is on a map, but I can tell you how many seasons Three's Company ran. But anyway, I knew this portion of her history, but my goodness, do I look upon her in a different light because the cliched line, she was ahead of her time. Suzanne Summers was way ahead of her time because that's exactly what happened. It's that's not a he said she said she was fired because John Ritter was the star of that show. Joyce DeWitt and Suzanne Summers were were the other two uh, stars, and John made I believe three times the amount of money as Joyce and Suzanne. When, in actuality, Suzanne was the breakout star of that show for all the reasons I mentioned a few minutes ago. So in the fifth, uh, walking in, her contract was up, and she went to Joyce and John, and she wanted to do the Friends deal. Again, ahead of her time. She said, I'm going to go ask for more money, and I think we should go in as a team. And John refused, and Joyce refused. So she went in solo, and uh, played hardball with the boys club, and she lost. She didn't think they were going to fire her. She didn't think that Three's Company could survive without her character, Chrissy Snow, and she she was wrong, and they fired her uh, and humiliated her. Yeah, made because her- it was all public, and we all knew about it. She was yep. like, it was almost thought, for years and years, I have regarded her, not anymore, of course, but it was almost just like the whole thing, they just gaslighted all of us in believing yep. that she was trying to ruin the show. Right. She's we a troublemaker. She's a troublemaker. Right. She's, this, uh, she's ridiculous to demand this kind of money, and that she was a bitch. 
for doing yep. it. Yep. I mean, that is how exactly, we have thought Dawn. about Suzanne Summers, and it's shameful to think that I believed in that my whole life, and we're like, oh yeah, she, you know, and then they had to change the show, but they went on without her. Good for her. I mean, I had those feelings. Right. Kenny, you remember the... the I do very well, uh, and uh, I'll, yeah, I agree with everything Don just said. And the thing about her acting ability, John Ritter, a genius, comedy genius, genius. genius. And, and uh, Suzanne Summers right there next to him, just yep. as good. I mean, she was really good at those pratfalls and physical comedy and uh, the timing, timing and delivering the line right on time. And she was really, really good. She really and under, was. And underestimated because she played the ditzy blonde. Oh, and yeah. And again, yeah. just like Marilyn Monroe, people think, oh, well, playing ditzy and playing dumb is easy. It's not. Because you can take it too far. It's just you a, can, it's a character like a, any other character. Yep. You know? I wonder how Joyce and uh, John felt in later years about not going to that meeting with her. Yeah, like, I, like, yeah. I wonder if they had any regret for uh, not not going in and standing up and... And all three getting a raise. Yeah, because she she was smart, man. She she was like, look, this company, ABC, is making a lot of money off all of our backs. And again, it's hard. Uh, I, I, I a comparable show now, maybe Friends. I mean, it had. I mean, you know, it was it was, it was a land of three channels, but Three's company at its height was Friends. Yeah, and they came in united. That's yes. the difference between friends. You know, they, they came in united to get the same amount of money equally. Yeah. Well, and uh, thanks to unpaid researcher Phil Jones, uh, Ritter made $150,000 $150, per episode and had a back-end deal. He took 10% of the profits. Suzanne and Joyce had none of that. Wow. It's, it's ridiculous. Wow. If you, if you want to argue, <laughs> like, God. in these cases, yes. you know, Jeez. when people, you know, have these arguments, it's like how many, you just want to look at the script and say, how many pages am I on? You know, if you're only on the show as a guest, like the neighbor, for instance, or his creepy friend, I can't remember what his name was. Larry. 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 So yeah. Larry wasn't on the show as much. So Larry shouldn't be paid as much no. as the other two actors. But they all three, Joyce and and Suzanne and um John they were equally yes sharing the bill and it, they should all have the same amount of money that show was crap after she left oh it was they just it, had a rotation on. of blondes yeah 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 Jenny Harrison do, uh, do you remember Mr. Furley oh no come on no Don fantastic yes and uh, when he left that character was replaced by two people and they weren't nearly as good as Mr. Uh, Roper. Yeah, Mr. Well, Roper. Well, no, Ropers were first. Okay, it, Ropers oh, were is that first, how yeah. it went? The, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Ropers yeah. were oh. first. Then ABC got greedy, uh, as oh. networks do, and they wanted to spin the Ropers off to their own show, so they did, oh. and that failed. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Oh, and man. then they brought in Mr. Furley, and then uh, Furley was there throughout the rest of the run. <laughs> but yeah, it started with the Ropers. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. I'm no, such no, a. Oh, true. my goodness. I'm so embarrassed. Blue Jean Leisure suit that he would yes. wear? Oh my goodness. Oh man. Now let's ask Jason, so is Venezuela in North America or um, or South America? I'm sorry, I'm hunting again. I was an indoorsy kid. I, I love that I show. Say. Just I, I, I mean, as a kid, it was like the only that and Benny Hill was the only like sex type of thing that I got to see. The thing that was like flirting and sexual references. 
And I'm so glad we got to go, but I'm so glad Kenny brought up, uh, you know, the show was kind of uh, laughed at because, again, oh, it's sex and it's Pratt Falls. It was brilliant. So much so that the great Lucille Ball was a huge fan. Uh-huh. And people, yeah, a huge fan. And she's the queen of television. It, yeah. Suzanne, you didn't get, uh, I hope you're getting the credit you deserve. It's yeah. 30 years late, but my goodness, you were ahead of your time. <laughs> now her thighs look amazing. Now they do still, <laughs> yes, at 72. Uh, we're going to take a break. Stephanie's scary story when we return. Beautiful day.